A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back to day two of the Olympic program for the 1908 London Olympic Games. Well, welcome back. You're joining us for day two of the Olympic program, coming to you live from the 1908 London Olympic Games. We're gearing up today for the men's final of the Jeux de Palme. And if you want to get involved at home, why not get in touch with us in the studio? Send us a telegram, carrier pigeon, semaphore, morse code, heliogram or beacon fire. A few telegrams coming in this morning already saying, is Snowy all right? A few of you writing in looking for updates on Snowy Baker, who you'll remember joined us in the commentary box for the opening ceremony. Well, I can confirm we can speak to Snowy now, I think, from his hospital bed. Uh, Snowy, can you hear us? Ah, yeah, I can hear you. How are you feeling? Oh, I've been bitter. Yeah. So just to help everyone understand what happened, at the last minute you decided to enter the men's three-metre diving competition. The fancy springboard event is how it's officially known. Yeah, yeah I did. You said there weren't enough Australians competing. So yeah, I thought, thought there weren't enough Australians competing. You said there weren't enough Australians competing, so you thought you'd give that yeah, a I go. Thought I thought I'd give it a go. Uh, you didn't qualify in the preliminary rounds. And then once the diving uh, had finished, you encouraged everyone to stay around and there to be a sort of display performance. Yep. And at this point, you decided to bring out your party trick. Yep. Uh, could you tell us exactly what it involves? Yeah, I, uh, I handcuffed myself into a sec and the sec is dropped in the water. And on this particular occasion, the, uh, the pen knife that you keep up your sleeve uh, dropped out. Is that right? Yeah, but I, uh, I had to save face, you know, so I got in the sack anyway. Right. And so then it was just, uh, yeah, I mean, I uh, obviously couldn't get out of the sack. So then I, uh, I lost consciousness pretty quickly in the water, but it took about five minutes before anyone realised the trick had gone wrong. And, uh, and then I guess I got myself out because I woke up in the hospital. You were rescued from the bottom of the diving pool by a German gymnast. Oh, well, oh, well, good on you. I'm, I'm chuffed with it. Well, Snowy, we wish you all the very best for a speedy recovery. Ah, oh, thanks very much. You've also entered yourself in the boxing, is that right? So do you intend to... Oh, very much so. Yeah, yeah, I'll be back for that. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much, Snowy, and we wish you all the best for a speedy recovery. Ah, oh, thanks. No worries. 
Well, in a few moments, we'll be heading to the Jeu de Palme court for the men's final. But before we do, to explain the rules, we're joined now by the women's finalist, Gladys Eastlake-Smith. Hello. Gladys, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's no problem at all. So talk us through Jeu de Palme. Well, it's sometimes also called wheel tennis. Um, and the name is literally Jeu de Palme, Game of the Palm. So originally, you just hit the ball with your hand. But gradually, we introduced wackets. And now you hit a cork ball with your wacket over a velvet rope. And it was originally a sport for kings, is that right? Very, very popular with royalty. But also very unlucky. Dreadful misfortune. Louis X caught a chill playing Jeu de Palme and he died. Charles VII was running into the Jeu de Palme court. He was so excited. And he hit his head on the door and died. And James I of Scotland, when they assassinated him, he tried to escape down the sewer, but he'd blocked up the Duane because he kept losing tennis balls. So he died. Goodness. And, and so what exactly are the rules? Oh, it's very, very simple. So you play indoors with a wall and a roof and a window at each end. And if you hit the ball straight into the window, that's a point. So you have to be a goalkeeper to your window from a ball that can ricochet off every wall. You only serve from one end of the court, never from the other. And the court is marked out with squares. So you've got the grill penthouse, service penthouse, receiving court, pass court, one yard, two yard, second gallery, first gallery, the door, last gallery, and then one called one yard worse than the last. So it's tennis, but it's also chess. Goodness me. Right, then if you serve and it bounces inside the hazard square, depending on where you serve from, that's a railroad, a bobble, a poop, a peak, a boomerang, or a giraffe. The ball can bounce twice, then you call a chase, where you get the chance later in the game to hit the ball again, but it must be closer in your second shot than your first, or you forfeit the chase. Right. It's first to seven or first to five, depending on how many ricochets inside the chase. It's really simple. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for explaining that to us. So you've got your women's final of the Jeu de Palme coming up in a few days. And I've got everything crossed for you. I really think this could be Britain's first Olympic gold. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's very kind to say. You're one of only a few women competing at these games. So it's very exciting. And we're all very much behind you. Oh, you are nice. Yes, it's been a bit of a... um been a bit of an obstacle course, actually. It's really been a bit of an uphill struggle. Yes, nobody really wants us here. Pierre de Coubertin, head of the IOC, he said um, an Olympiad with females would be impractical, uninteresting, unesthetic and improper. So um, quite hard to come back from that, really. But we're here. Women in the tennis, women in the archery, women in the hop, step and jump. One, one small hop, step and jump for, for one woman, one giant hop for four womankind. <laughs> Amazing. And, and what do you intend to do after your final, which I firmly believe you're going to win the first Olympic gold medal for Great Britain in? Oh, you're really very confident about that for somebody who can't possibly know. Well, I, I feel confident. So what do you intend to do afterwards? Oh, I'm going to marry Wowham. <laughs> you're going to do what? I'm going to marry Wowham. Your husband's name is Warham? Warham Lamplow, yes. Um, we're going to get married straight away. Why so quickly? They've just changed the rules to say only married couples in the mixed double. So we're going to get married and then compete in that as well. Oh, amazing. Well, again, I'm very confident that you can win that as well. Oh, gosh. Well, we'll see how Warham does. And his name is literally Warham. W-H-A-R-R-A-M. Warham. Warham Lamplow. Well, Gladys, you've been amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's really no problem at all. It's been my absolute pleasure. Stay with us now as we head down to Centre Court for the finals of the men's Jeu de Palme.
Well, tension growing here on the court as we prepare for a real battle of the titans. One American, one British, both champions in their own right. Jay Gould II, arguably the best Jodapan player in the world. Grandson of the notorious Jay Gould I, who caused the Black Friday gold panic of 1869 by collapsing the New York Gold Exchange. Do I understand how he did it? No. Did he become one of the richest men in America? Yes. And here Jay comes now, bounding out onto the court, signing cork balls, signing lithograms of himself, blowing kisses to the unmarried women in the chaperone section of the court. And perhaps we can stop him for a moment of his time, see how he's feeling. Jay Gould II, the golden boy, <laughs> the man with the golden racket. Perhaps a Gould medalist. <laughs> Thank you for taking the moment to speak to us. Always time for the British public. <laughs> oh my God, you're attractive. You're seeded number one in the world, lot of pressure on you today. How would you describe yourself when you step out onto that court? Well, I'd say uh, certainly genius, millionaire, playboy, philanthropist. Nothing short of a phenomenon. No, what a, what a, one, what a wonderful answer. I meant your playing style, but... Ah, well, style, athleticism. But I believe myself to be the best, and I am the best. We love you, Jay! I love you, too. My true passion, though, is visiting orphanages and helping children to whittle small pieces of decorative whalebone. What? I may have grown up in New Jersey in a full replica of a working Georgian palace with the only Judah Bomb court in the country, but still, just an ordinary guy who's out here looking for love. What <laughs> you can hear... Well, what you can hear there is the sound of all the ovaries in the unmarried section exploding as one <laughs> and half the crowd fainting away. <laughs> Thank you. I'm ready for you too. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, best of luck to him. There he goes, the darling of the tennis scene. There are going to be some hearts and some world records broken tonight. Oh, yes, of course, sorry, just being reminded that, of course, there is another competitor uh, here tonight, someone just as important, just as worthy of our attention. Uh, if we can drag our eyes away from Mr Gould, here comes his adversary. Hello, hello, thank you, good to see you, Eustace Miles Protein, Eustace Miles Protein. Thank you, good to see you, Eustace Miles Protein, Eustace Miles Protein. It's great to see you again, Eustace. Eustace Miles of Eustace Miles Protein. Would you like to take this time to tell us a little more about Eustace Miles Protein? Absolutely. It's a powder of milk and cereals of my own invention. We've just launched a macaroni and cheese that you eat as a single spoonful of dry powder. Delicious. My training plan has been one Eustace Miles Protein, dried milk biscuit and one lentil per day. And I am feeling fantastic. <laughs> now, as well as being a champion Jeu de Palme player and a protein inventor, you're also a prolific author. Quite right. Yes, yes, I am. All of my books are for sale, quickness and how to increase it, the power of concentration and how to acquire it, vegetarianism and why it fails, Rome and why it fell, the teachings of Jesus and the game of squash, better food for boys, the no lunch plan and health would help. Now people listening at home will think we've made those titles up or, and even that we've made you up, but you're completely real, aren't you, Eustace? As real as the acid reflux from Eustace Miles Protein. <laughs> Which is? Very, very real. Are you looking forward to playing Jay Gould out there? My goodness, no. He is simply awful to play against, relentless. What a competitor. 
But how could you not enjoy it? The figure, the face, the body, the live commitment to the athletic spirit of a man. Well, very best of luck to you and have a wonderful match. Many thanks, many thanks. Please a smile pretty. <laughs> Well, these two heroes of the court, whoever your favourite might be, gearing up for the ultimate Olympic showdown. Point, please. Play. Miles off to a strong start. And that's a chase. That's a chase. 40-40. That's seven on the hill, 14 to the wind. Very exciting. Where will he go from here? He's chosen the one yard. Onto the hill, into the grill. Once around the kangaroo. Lovely choice. Chosen the one yard. Onto the hill, into the grill. Four games all. Percent. Please. Please. Where will he go from here, this young American? Wait, please. 15 love. Advantage pool, advantage chase. Fantastic play from the young American. Can Miles bring this back now? Into the grill. Not onto the hill. He's going for the penthouse. Up the side. Pushing him for a boomerang. Can he? Yes, he can. Yes, he can. Wonderful there from the protein inventor. The score is now 40-40, 17 all in. Miles with two knocks on the door, but still waiting to use his yard marker. Into the fourth square, taking up his ball. Can he? Yes. Double-double, not seen very often on an international court. What has the American got in the tank now? Well, here we go into the final match point of this game. We've been here nearly four hours. Doesn't feel like it. Time has really flown past. But now in a total head-to-head, here we go. Everything on the line, everything to play for. Can the American keep his nerve? Double-double. Into the penthouse grill. Saved by Miles. Second yard, first yard, the door. down to this. Can he? Can he? Yes, he can. It's Olympic gold for the American. Falling to his knees, ripping off his shirt cuff and throwing it to the crowd. Congratulations, Jay Gould II.
an enormous victory here on the Jeu de Palme court. Well, we leave you with these celebrations from Centre Court. Join us tomorrow for the barrel leaping, the hurdles and the tug of war. Thank you to our guests in the studio, Snowy Baker, Gladys Eastlake-Smith and Kyle Smith-Biner. We'll see you tomorrow.